and welcome to uh, episode five of the Dead Idea of Ahala podcast. And uh, we've got a, a guest on today. Um, this is our, our all, uh, all-star all tribute to uh, those train-faring layabouts, the hobos. And I actually got an expert in to interview in the studio. Um, sitting next to me is uh, Dr. Dr. Brace Groden, who is, as far as I know, the eminent or preeminent hoboologist in the United States. Yes, thank you, Gary. No, no problem. How how are you doing, Doctor? I'm doing quite well. So, I hear you have some hobo questions. I do have hobo questions, and I hear you have some hobo answers. Perhaps. Doctor, you've dedicated your life to studying the hobo. What are some things that maybe uh, people don't know about the hobo? Um, you know, kind of uncommon knowledge. Well, uh, quite often people mistake hobos for just being the sort of characters that uh, depicted in clown mythos. Mm. Uh, in fact, hobos or uh, as their proper Latin name, uh, Hobilicus Arachnus, hmm. and uh, like the name suggests, hobos are in fact spiders. Doctor, what kind of connection does that have to uh, Portland, Oregon's own hobo spider, a real-life spider that is deadly and delicious? There's no connection. In fact, uh, the hobo spider is named after the local um, Midwestern chain of homeowner equipment stores hobo now as we all know um from such films as arachnophobia and spider boogie mm-hmm. uh spiders have eight legs that's correct now where does the hobo hide his extra legs doctor ah well human beings have what is uh, referred to as a rib cage and uh the hobilicus arachnus uh contains its organs with two spindly arms in in front of his ribs, he hides these extra arms. No, 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 no. Uh, instead of his ribs. Okay, so in, in the the bone instead of regular rib bones, mm-hmm. like just let me set up a hypothetical for you. Yes. I'm a human male, and I've got these little rib bones. They just act like regular bones, normal bones. They hold up my my orgies mm-hmm. and my muscle bloods. They're just little bonies. Yes. And instead of those, underneath his uh, torso, the hobo has arms under, under there instead of instead of ribbies. Yes, underneath their their uh, chitin, uh, the chitinous armor plates, there are uh, arms holding their interior together. Okay, and that would come in handy if, say, you were being chased off of a farm, or off a, out of a, a rail yard, mm. having those chitinous plates. Yes, yes. Uh, they can deflect small BBs, uh, rocks, a petrified bean, perhaps. What? Nothing uh, like a bullet, but right, could... right. When the, you know the hobo has this kind of uh, this armor, this extra legs, this chitinous shell, uh, mm-hmm. presumably creates some kind of silk from his rear. Um, what are no? Some... That's actually mistaken. The uh, the hobo does not do that. Instead. What the hobo does is uh, it, it exudes a grease beneath its mm. feet, which allow it to slide rather than run. It exerts less energy that way. 
Is that now? And that would be for short distances. They still do the use our, our, our rail system for long distances. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Just and again, just off the cuff, I won't hold you to this, but how many cans of beans does a hobo need to ingest in order to create a grease trail? Uh, you know, to last them throughout a day. I mean, what kind of intake are we looking at? Well, it really depends on the bean and, more importantly, the manner in which the bean is heated. Um, If a bean is uh, heated in a saucepan over a campfire, that's not going to provide the necessary um, caloric intake for the hobo. However, if a bean is, say, cooked in a can while being held over a barrel fire, mm. that will really help out. And this is going to have to be a pork and bean. Um, a black bean is uh, far too nutritious and hip. Uh, mm. uh, but like a uh, a baked bean, uh, it loses something with all that molasses. Yes. So how does one become a hobo? One uh, will become a hobo by either being bitten by a hobo uh, or uh, Hobilicus arachnus um, by ingesting uh, 6.8 quarts of hobo grease um, or, um, or... Or by being bitten by a werewolf. No, no. Oh. I'm afraid, I'm afraid you're... <laughs> you're thinking of the hobo's cousin, the tramp. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes. But, but uh, no, the, the hobo... Um, so there's the grease, the being bitten by a hobo. And then, of course, there is personal choice. You can actually will yourself to become a hobo. Mm. Now, is this, uh, I imagine that process after you've decided to become a hobo, um, it being a long and, and painful one, similar to uh, the scene in Willow where they're all turning into pigs. Um, you've mm. decided to become a hobo, and as your body grows its new requisite organs and glands, to produce the grease to slide and save energy, um, you know, just I imagine just an excruciating pain. Um, is this why so many hobos are so fond of drink? Uh, that does have something to do with it, but uh, you have to, of course, be accepted by your fellow hobos before the transformation can uh, go uh, go through. Uh, there's some sort of a uh, moonshine ritual. Mm. Um, I've never experienced it myself, but I've heard firsthand accounts that. Um, it uh, is terrible. Now, I imagine that would be a, a concern for somebody in your profession. Um, we've all read about um, in noted uh, hobologist, I, I believe he's actually one of your colleagues, Dr. Jace Armoire, um, mm. who, who studied uh, the hobos and eventually turned himself, uh, much like that old uh, Groucho Mark quote, uh, be careful when you look into the abyss because the abyss also looks. Yes, yes, that uh, was actually a Nietzsche quote. Um, I believe the Groucho Marx quote you're looking for is, uh, I'm going to go find a hobo and beat myself. Um, now, you, you, you couldn't hear it there, but I was nodding. Yes. Now, uh, Dr. Jace Armoire, uh, who is, might I add, a hack, uh, did indeed turn himself into a hobo, but... Um, his manner of doing so was more likened to what we in the scientific community refer to as grody, grody, no thank you. 
Um, his manner of turning himself into a hobo involved uh, what you had mentioned, a pig earlier. It's quite mm. coincidental that uh, what he did was to uh, strip himself naked, uh, leap upon a pig, ride it to uh, Key West, Florida, uh, and then uh, receive a conch shell necklace uh, from a woman named Meredith, and uh, uh, from then on he he proclaimed himself uh, doc- a hobo. doctor. Doctor. Yes. I- I'm still nodding. Stay tuned for part two of our interview with Doctor Grodin on the next episode of Dead Idea Val. <laughs> Yeah.
Hey, Internet Radio Maniacs, this is the Madman. Ha, ha, ooh, he, ha, 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 and I thought my jokes were bad. And ow! And we're here to tell you about a brand new musical. It's Hortense B. Soundheim's new review, Hobo Town, and it's playing at the Behenedrendehenen Township Civic Opera Shack this upcoming Friday and Saturday. Your faithful morning maniacs managed to sneak in like a shy guy with VD. You said it, madman. We were oh, enough to hear some of the rehearsals. We got to hear such numbers as, it's a hobo's life. I was pointing a cat for a skeleton. Well, I told him to scat, but he wouldn't run. So I got out my hands and I gave him a scoop. Now me and all me friends, well, we'll die on kitty soup. <laughs> It's a hobo's life for me, can you see, the stars from where you sleep. It's a hobo's life for me, can you see, the stars from where you sleep. <laughs> Beat that one, lads. Well, I reckon I can. Hey, tell Tony. <laughs> Ran hey, to a cough once. Uh, oh, tell us about it, Tony. Sleeping in public, but along came a cop. My hobo sent some dogs by drink, so um, he got to drop them. Uh, he told me to go home, and well, we both had a chuckle. But I still can't grasp my bindle uh, from where he wraps my knuckle. It's a hobo's life for me. Can you see? The stars from where you sleep. It's a hobo's life for me. Can you see? The stars from where you sleep. It's a hobo's life for me. Can you see? The stars from where you sleep. It's a hobo's life for me. Can you see? You said it, madman. We also get to hear Councilman Snivish's rant. As you know, he's the evil administrator who wants to tear down Hobo Town. Mmm, Snidely. Do you see them down there? In their hobo hovels? Yes, Master. Just thinking about them infuriates me. Where I won't rest until I burned every bindle. But master, why do you hate the hobos? I hate the homeless people. And I hate the way they smell. I hate the way that when they die, they surely go to hell. And I hate the homeless games. And I hate the homeless songs. And I hate the way that when they play, you're forced to play along. down Hobo Town and build a long line of condemnims. That councilman Snivish sounds like Sephiroth stuck his mazamune up Bowser's warp pipe and fathered a real dickhead. You said it, madman. And who can forget that title theme in Hobo Town? Garbage pillows in Hobo Town, in Hobo Town. 
It's www.deadideaofaholla.com. Why not shout it from the rooftops? Tell everybody about it. It's a new podcast. Tell people to listen to it. I do the same thing for you. 